to Spreading the Good Stuff, a podcast for regional women who want to thrive in their work, wellness, family and community. We share stories of triumph, challenge, growth and change in business and in life and offer helpful insights and advice to empower you to live your best life, however that looks for you. Welcome back to Spreading the Good Stuff, episode 41. And what an interesting time it is for us to be recording a podcast right now. Um, We are all experiencing, I think, very mixed, very different emotions, as I know that everybody is. Um, It's like a roller coaster at the moment, it feels like. It's up and down, it's crazy, and it's all over the place. But we really wanted to come together. Uh, as always, to share with you how we're all coping or not coping, how we're struggling, what we're all doing, because if there's one thing that we all know for sure right now is that we need each other more than ever, I think. And I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are looking for any source of help, advice, support, whatever they can get. I know I am. I've been drawing on all sorts of things to to try to just um, get what I need right now and get some help. So we're here to help as much as we can and just, you know, as always, just share what we're experiencing as much as anything. Um, and, yeah, we, we hope that you're all doing okay and we hope that this can offer you some support through this time. So today we're just going to share where we're all up to and then, as always, what's helping us and what we're loving. So, Christy, we'll start with you without too much more introduction. How are you going and how are you getting through this? <laughs> hello, girls, and hello, everyone. Yeah, well, obviously, we're not together. We're, we're chatting thanks to Zoom today. I think half the world's on Zoom at the moment. Um, thank God for Zoom and um, technology, you know, like really um, being isolated is is tough but I just think what would we have done without FaceTime and you know message groups and you know and I know in the past on our podcast we've we chatted about you know those things how they can overwhelm you because it's so constant but at the moment I feel like there's such a comfort just to have that connection and to be able to chat to people and FaceTime and and um and there's a whole host of you know new platforms out there um well maybe they're not new I just never heard of them like house party and you know even <laughs> zoom and the google hangouts and like there's so many and we might share some of them in our links as well so Mm. thank you katrina for the intro um we were going to have this chat last week and i actually said to the girls i can't do it i don't have anything to contribute i just felt so um frozen with fear and and anxiety uncertainty um and i just felt like i had nothing to contribute at all but then as the week drew on um, and we were sort of at home all the time um, and I work from home anyway, so I'm used to being at home, but then the kids were home sort of after Tuesday, I think that was, or Monday. And we sort of, um, I thought, okay, well, this is a new normal, you know, there's lots we can do. I've got lots to keep me busy, but I literally was so frozen with fear and anxiety. I literally could not even sweep the floor. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I only got the work done that I had to get done. Like I have, all this stuff. But then I felt overwhelmed with like, where do I start? Yeah. All these books I want to read. I've got this study I need to do. I've got a puzzle I want to do. I want to do sewing, like all this ridiculous stuff that I know it sounds really trivial, but I literally just couldn't, um, I couldn't move. So I just thought, right, what will I do? And um, I started, I was already doing my meditation every day, just 10 minutes, but it had become quite robotic, I suppose. So I started doing um, 
the Deepak Chopra and um, Oprah Winfrey 21 day free meditation, which I've shared with lots of people this week. Um, and that goes for about 20 minutes. So it's a bit longer and it's talking about hope in uncertainty. So the timing of it is really great. And um, that sort of certainly helped with my mindset. I kind of got back into um, an online course I've been doing with Erin at Next, Gen Next Generation Wellness. And I'd made lots of notes over, over that time doing that. But going back to the things that I'd kind of learnt in that and realised about what I needed to do, um, just revisiting those things just helped with my mindset and then just doing something every day. Like I used to always water my plants every Friday. That was kind of my habit. My indoor plants, I've got a few. And now I've just been watering one every day and just that act of like, right, even if I just water the one plant every day, I feel like I'm ticking a huge box. And and even just like housework, I, my house was just a mess. And then I thought, well, I might as well just leave it a mess. No one's going to come. Mm. Who cares? <laughs> but then yesterday I vacuumed the floor. It was a bloody revelation. I couldn't believe how good I felt just by vacuuming the goddamn floor, which is just ridiculous. Like no one even noticed or, I mean, you know, I noticed because my feet felt clean when I walked on it. But <laughs> just actually going right. I'm just going to vacuum the floor, even though people have lost their jobs and people are losing their lives and it is the most strangest, awfulest time I've ever known, like really. Um, I think we just need to keep vacuuming our floors. Um, I know that sounds ridiculous, but for me, the way I felt this week and how I was really stuck and then, and then kind of finding a way to kind of get back into some sort of flow was nearly a metaphor for kind of where we're all at now. Like we all felt so like, shit, what do we do now? And we're looking for direction from the government and we want to know what we need to do. Do we stay at home? Do we go out to the supermarket or whatever? But I feel like we're kind of into a bit more of a rhythm now. I know for me, mm. I am. Now that we're at home, okay, this is where we're at. This is what's happening with work. This is what's happening with the kids. But not that it's easy either because it's navigating with, you know, teenagers. I've got a teenage son who wants to see his girlfriend and it's like, oh, God, what do we do with this? And, you know, Marley wants to come to the supermarket because it's an outing. I'm like, Marley, it's not an outing. You know, like it's just mm -hmm. that whole... Anyway, so um, that's a lot. Sorry, girls, but that's kind of where I've been at and where I'm at now. So I, I am not that I'm not feeling uncertain and fearful anymore but I feel like I've just managed to find little things every day to kind of create a new routine of normal yeah whatever that is mm. you expected that we're going to have a lot today Chris don't worry about that yeah hi everybody hi girls uh, hi, yeah everything hi, that you just said Christy I've <laughs> Just want to say ditto, ditto, ditto. <laughs> um, and like you, I just, I'm not sure what, I don't really know what to say. I just, um, I feel like I'm swinging between hope and despair. <laughs> and that changes minute by minute and hour by hour. I think I'm going along okay. And I know last week, many days, I was feeling really strong in myself um, and thinking I'm handling all this well. I was really going hard on all my self-care tools and like you Chris I ramped up my meditation and that Deepak and Oprah 21 day meditation just came at the most perfect time um, just to change I always do the one giant mind but it was just nice to mix things up a bit and I've been doing 20 minutes in the morning 20 minutes in the the night time and sometimes even just doing a one giant mind at lunchtime um, even if it's only just for five minutes in the middle of the day as well just when I'm feeling um, but for me, that fear and anxiety sits in my jaw 
and I know like I just it's it's doing that kind of regular body scan and mm. and I wake at the I'm waking every morning at the moment with such a clenched jaw and that is just my telltale that yeah you know I'm not in my relaxed kind of state uh, but that's okay because I don't I don't know that that's possible. I mean, this is the biggest thing that the world has ever experienced where the whole world is involved in this. Um, and if you don't have physical and emotional reactions to that, then something's really wrong. Um, and I know one day, I can't remember what day it was last week. I think it might have been one of the press conferences that I watched um i think it was i think it was with daniel andrews actually um and just hearing you know your leader of your state and the same with the prime minister hearing them share this kind of information with their people about what they need us to do just rammed at home so much that this is real like i know i just have found it so hard and grappled so much with getting my head around the fact that this is real. I keep kind of thinking, is this a dream? Am I just going to wake up from this tomorrow and it'll all be, you know, some crazy April Fool's Day joke or something? It, it is just, mm-hmm. I just keep swinging between feeling okay and this is all okay and all we need to do is be at home and look after our family units and look after those that are vulnerable in our community as best we can. Don't leave your house unless you absolutely have to, those kinds of things. And they're not hard to do until you get that feeling that just runs through your body of why we're doing it. Yeah, exactly. And that, and that we're like, it's, it's not a great sacrifice to make, but it is still for the first time in our lives, having our freedom taken away from us. And that is such Absolutely. A, it's such a, an overwhelming, messy, lonely, scary feeling um, that I've never ever dealt with in my life. And none of us have. So yeah, we just got to go easy on ourselves. And yeah, today I feel, I had a great day yesterday and today I feel really flat again and just not sure what to do with myself. So every time I start feeling like that, I just have to go back to the things that I know that really help me. Um, and that's my meditation. That's still making sure we get out and move every day, get out in nature. And that's, I feel so lucky and so grateful. You know, I know. With a country and Katrina, you were saying earlier, you're on your beautiful farm with all that space around you. There's so, we can still get out and about and not see anyone and be safe. You know, we can ride our bikes and we can walk our dogs. We can do lots of different things still to get out and, and move our bodies. I feel really grateful that we get to do that because that, as soon as I've done that every day, I just feel like I can face things again. And like you were saying, Christy, like with your kids, you know, there's so much to to kind of tackle there and your kids are older so they they understand they're hearing all of this they understand exactly what's going on yeah Um, and you know while ours are a bit younger we probably try to protect them as much as we can from things i'm still talking to the kids lots about it and i'm being vulnerable in front of them and i'm i'm not hiding the fact that i'm frightened um at different times but I'm sort of then sharing with them my different tools that I use and, and they're, you know, they're all doing really well and they're, I'm amazed at how incredibly well they're coping with the changes in their lives. It'll be interesting, you know, it's still early days. It'll be interesting to see how, how that goes once we've been in it um, for a lot longer and as we all know, there's a lot more to come. But um, I just feel like after probably a, a few a week and a half or of having them home, um, it's... It's just today in particular, I feel like I'm grieving that 
yeah, that, that normal life, that loss of that normal life. And I'm just trying to work out how to adjust to the new normal. Um, and I think, again, for me, it really helps to just take things, you know, slowly not to look too far ahead into the future, not to be overwhelmed by what's going on around me and just try and stay in the present as much as possible because when you're in the present, it's all okay. Like everything is okay. Um, yeah. Look, and I know this morning, um, Lee, sorry to interrupt, but in that, in that meditation, I think I'm a couple of days behind, but it just talked about the awareness of the emotion. Like you, before you're talking about your, your jaw and I know for me, I carry it in my neck. Mm. Um, it's being aware of the emotion and, and letting it through you to not holding onto it. Cause I think when we do hold onto it, that fear or the, the anxiety and um, the uncertainty, that's when it affects us physically. And it's hard, like it's going to affect us, but kind of sitting with it and being aware of it, letting it go through you yep. sort of way. I don't know. And w- whatever you use to help you do that, whether it be essential oils or activity, yes. meditation, yep. even just sitting, having a chat, with someone in your family or someone on the phone like you know it's amazing how just a conversation with someone can just shift your attitude or um yeah totally switching off the news and watching like we've been watching james bond every night for 10 days and it's terribly um out of touch the old james bond movies but joy and i both love them and um it's just to switch off for a couple of hours you know that stuff has been it's funny because you Oh, and that's been a big one and and you know having a background in journalism you can't help but you know whenever there are any kind of crises you kind of you want to get as much of it in you know you want to understand and learn as much as you can about it um and I did that I think for the first week and now I'm at a point of Same. saturation um, I still want to be informed I want to know where things are at and what's happening but I'm really limiting the news that comes in, I'm really limiting my time on social media, any sort of screen time, and I'm just sticking to the ABC for me. That's the one source I love and trust, and I used to work for the ABC and know lots of the presenters who work there, and and I love hearing from them. They don't ever make me feel more anxious. When I hear from them, I no, okay. I agree. Um, and that's kind of my, my strategy. It's just limiting it as much as possible, but not, you know, you, you know, you need to know. You need to know what's going on. So, yeah. What about you, Katrina? How are things going over on the farm at Barron? Mm, yeah, it's been such an yeah, just an incredibly weird, strange, strange time. So for me, just just to go back a little bit, I guess I, before this all sort of happened, I was in a sort of a really kind of weird, very weird place. Um, so I've been doing this. I've been doing coaching. Like I started doing coaching, and you know, after all the weirdness, and you know. Last year was a hard year, so I was like, right, I'm going to find my purpose. I'm going to get this business happening. I'm going to do this coaching, and and sort of through that coaching, kind of realised that I actually have this sort of, um, well, I guess that I a lot of trauma that I still hadn't dealt with, and so you know, we uncovered that I actually need to go and have somatic somatic therapy, and my heart's blocked, and all this stuff sort of came up, which was so interesting. And then Tim went to Vegas, went away to Vegas, and when he went away, I just like fell in an absolute heap like just lost it like all this stuff came up about dad and losing him and all this stuff like it was bad like I hadn't been that bad for so long so I was just sort of at my most vulnerable and just experiencing all this stuff and um and then all this stress of when like this all broke out and the pandemic was announced while Tim was overseas 
So then it was like, well, like it, and it all happened. It escalated very quickly. And then it was like, well, is he going to be able to get home? Like all the panic of that. And then he did get home and then he's had to self-isolate. And like we sort of had to do it anyway, not we were before the official cutoff, but we all just decided to do it. And then all this sort of feeling of um, just a lot of, a lot of anxiety like everybody else has had, but then all this feeling like when you're in a small community, you really feel this burden of like, well, we could be responsible for bringing this thing to our community. Like I really felt the burden of that too. And that was really hard. Mm. Um, so that first, the first week after the pandemic was announced and Tim got home was really, really hard. Like I'd already had that really difficult emotional week. So my resilience was really down. So when this all happened, I just, yeah, I just, a bit like you were saying, Chris, same thing. So I was like a week ahead of where you were, I think, in that real low, just, just, you know, dark feelings again. I just didn't know what to do and just, just that really out of control. Yeah, just tough, really tough. So I just had to really dig deep, like on the just, okay, what can I do? What do I know? What are the tools I've got? Let's just get back to, okay meditate, do your things, you know, talk to your friends, do all your tools, have super long showers because it's the only time you get to be by yourself (laughs) (laughs) and just really had to dig so deep. But I think for me the lessons in that and the things that I can say for other people through all this as well is like so one lesson out of that what happened pre the corona stuff was that what I realised was there was still this trauma that I haven't dealt with that's affecting the way that I behave in my everyday life so just to have that awareness of if you if you if there's something you're still not coping with or things aren't going well like dig deep look at what's going on for you I've had I've made an appointment with the psychologist now because I just know that there's all this stuff that I still need to deal with which has been awesome but if you're experiencing and, and at this stressful time this is when this stuff really comes out is at these heightened levels of stressful time like tune into what's going on for you and have that awareness and let it almost be like an opportunity right now to see what's really going on for you and how you're reacting and, and use that opportunity to, yeah, get the therapy that you need or, you know, dig deep on your tools or just really go inwards as much as you can and figure out what you need to deal with. That's what that's, you know, so it's actually been a lesson for mm. me and like, you know, trying to see that as the learning and okay, well, even though this was just so hard, now I can look at it kind of objectively and go, okay, well, this is what I need to take out of this experience. Because there's no way to hide at the moment, is there? I was just thinking that too, Lee. Like, you know, and because when we're really busy doing normal stuff, like we are so busy, you don't even have time to think about how much you might be struggling with something in your life. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. So this is, you know, it's hard and it's, and it's messy. And, you know, like we often, (laughs) so good with this, you've got to sit in the discomfort and that's what none of us like. And that's why everyone is freaking out so much right now too. It's because, it's uncertain. It's change. We don't know what's going to happen. No one knows what's going to happen. There's so much uncertainty and people, humans, do not like sitting in the discomfort of uncertainty. So we're all having to do that all at once. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so number one is dig deep, go deep, look at what's going on for you and see how you can use this as an opportunity to really hone in on where you need to, you know, find help, get resources, and then also use your tools like you know, anyone listening to our podcast now has been hearing us talk about our tools for ages and no doubt has tools in their toolkit. So get them in place more than ever and really use them. Like we've all talked about today already is how we've really gone back to all those, just the simple little tools that we use that, that sort of ground us and bring us into the present so that we can stay present and not get lost in the fear and the anxiety and all that sort of stuff that is out of our control. So 
that's been really, really helpful for me. Um, and yeah, I think just, just definitely just taking one day at a time right now. I mean, with, in, in terms of the family situation here at the farm, just feeling very grateful and very blessed that we are on a farm. Um, the kids are loving not having to go to school and we've been doing heaps of sheep work as well and school work and it's just that side of it for them is, is actually okay. It's just taken me a long time. Well, I feel like it's a long time. It's probably not that bad really in the scheme of things, but yeah, to get my head around everything that's going on and to adjust to the fact that, yeah, they're around all the time now and just the, the scale and the enormity and of everything that's going on. So yeah, just getting back to using all those tools is helping me to get more grounded again. So, so what, what else? What are the tips? What, what have we got some, you know, um, I mean, I've got a few tips. Lee, who wants to we were talking okay. earlier too, we've been listening to this amazing new podcast from one of our all-time favourites who we all love, Brene Brown. She's come out with a podcast, Unlocking Us, um, just in this last week, which could not be timed more perfectly. Um, oh, and her latest episode, um, released just a couple of days ago, she spoke about the fact, that, and, and this really kind of rings home for me, she spoke about the fact that you know, in those first couple of weeks, we're all in that adrenaline phase, which is mm. what happens in any crises. Um, and when you're in that phase, you're kind of, you're in survival mode and you, you know, you, you, you get through as best you can. You kind of, it, you just do what you've got to do and you, you know, you make sure your kids are okay and you're doing all these things. But then because there is no end game to this crisis, it's not a quick, you know, over in a, a few weeks or no one knows this could go on for so long we're now we've moved through that stage and now we're in this next stage <laughs> of fear and anxiety and this new normal um and it, she was just talking about like that's that's when we feel really uncomfortable and that's when we feel really emotional and sad and that's been true for me um but the importance then of kind of changing our mindset sort of moving through that and kind of moving past the fear and anxiety um, into, you know, like how can we how can we move forward? What can we do? And she talks about, um, it's kind of like a, a sporting metaphor, but about settling the ball. And like if you think of a ball game, um, you know, when you get that ball just to kind of put it down and, and settle it, don't just kick it straight off to the next person, just put it down and settle it and, have a bit of a think about what your next step is going to be. Um, so I think what she, yeah, her advice is just at the moment, just to settle, like don't put all this pressure on ourselves a bit around, you know, homeschooling kids and all those other things that everyone's talking about that we need to be doing, but just kind of try and settle at the moment and, you know, think about your strategies and what, what's in your toolkit and kind of come up with a bit of a, a plan for yourself. Um, and, and she also had a couple of really good strategies and this one I hadn't heard of, but I loved it. She's calling it the family gap plan. Have you girls both listened to this latest episode of her? Yes. I haven't been back to yeah. it. Yeah. So she talks oh. about the family gap plan, which is, um, yeah, like for, for your whole family, the family unit that's home in your house right now. But she talks about, you know, as, as the, the partners, you know, in, my, in our family um, unit, there's, there's a husband and a wife, Craig and I, and, how we're going to ebb and flow each day, which we are on how we're feeling. You know, some days I'm going to be operating at 80% and Craig might be at 20 or vice versa. You know, today I might only, I feel like I'm on about 15%, but he's, he's going okay. And he's just talking about, uh, she was talking about the fact that some days we're both only going to be on 20 and then we've got that 60% gap. 
and how do we how do we fill that gap sort of as a family and just how important it is to talk each day with each other even if it is a as simple as saying I'm only on 20% today you know having that conversation with your partner and they can kind of say where they're at as well and it just helps you be really gentle with each other and 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 mindful of where one another's sitting um, and how you know you're managing your children on that particular day but she's saying then as part of that family gap plan to have a strategy and for them their strategy is sleep you know making sure everyone in that family is getting eight hours at least of sleep each night moving your body each day eating really well because that is one of the first thing that goes out the window eating really well and and limiting that um, amount of information and news that's coming in um she also said which is beautiful in their strategy it's no harsh words to one another mm. no harsh faces so it's not even okay yeah. to use kind words but have a harsh face um mm-hmm. to say that you're I sorry that. you know because we're gonna have blow-ups we're all under each other's feet which is not a normal setting to accept apologies with a thank you mm. um and, and to kind of bring as much fun and jokes and, and laughter and silliness into the, the family household. Um, so that was, that was sort of the first strategy. And the second strategy she talked about was this comparative suffering. And like I think you touched on it before a bit, Christy, like we feel like sometimes because there's, some people have got it so much worse in our mind, you know, there's yeah, people yeah, that have yeah. both you know, both people in that family unit have lost jobs or they've got other major crises going on and in health challenges, you know, someone in the family's got cancer or, you know, marriage breakdowns. Like all this stuff is still going on for people. It doesn't yeah, exactly. stop just because the world's mm-hmm. spinning sideways. This other stuff is all still happening. But it's really important to not, you know, kind of look at it like, well, it's worse for them. So I shouldn't be feeling the way I'm feeling and I shouldn't you know, it's not okay for me to feel sad today because actually I'm lucky, you know. Mm. It's that she was just sort of saying that second strategy is really important to to know that it is so, so important no matter where you're at to feel the emotions and that they are valid and that when we do that, that's how we can bring compassion into our lives um, and empathy. I think it's easy, um, Lee, sorry to interrupt, but it's easy, like, say, with people dealing with different things, even within families, like you might have a husband going to work to have to put people off and then yep. you've got the wife at home with the kids, yep. you know, arguing with them about what they can and can't do and, you know, um, it's the, they're both battles on the same front, <laughs> you know, and you can feel like my battle's worse than yours and, but mm. actually we're all battling together and it's just kind of being, I suppose, showing that empathy, everyone's got their stuff to deal with and it's all relative, isn't it? Like, um, but yeah. it's validating your own feelings as well and saying it's, I'm, totally. it's okay to feel the feels that I'm feeling and also acknowledge other people's suffering. And that's yeah. what she just explained that so beautifully, doesn't she Lee? The way she goes through that. Like, yeah, and which we don't, and we're not always good at it. Like we don't always get it right, do we? No, but there's no empathy scarcity. Like she said, we all think that you know our empathy is going to run out. Like we've got to feel really sorry for that doctor that's doing that because otherwise, you know, you know, we're not going to have enough. But she said that's just BS. Like there is enough empathy for everybody to go around, and that's <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And she's talking about everything else. We're all feeling this fear of scarcity at the moment, whether it's around mm-hmm. food or finance or you know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's not make empathy and compassion and love scarce. Like yeah, that is, that's, they're the things that we need to be making sure we're giving lots of ourselves and other people. Yeah. And it's because we live in this scarcity culture. I love, I wrote down, she said, you know, what should I be afraid of and who should I blame? Like that's where we all, like a lot of people operate from, but really 
you know, that doesn't serve us. Being the victim we know and blamed is just not good for us at all. So we just need to move into that place of love and kindness and compassion. And I'm feeling what I'm feeling, but, you know, I'm, I get what that everybody collectively is feeling something right now and everybody's situation is difficult and mine is too for where I'm at. Like, you know, it's relative to how I'm feeling. So just got to listen to that podcast. It's an absolute must, isn't it? Yeah. I think another basic thing too is just remembering to breathe. Like I think that, mm. you know, how we kind of, um, we feel that anxiety or we might be about to get cranky with someone or whatever and just breathing, like even if you have to set a reminder in your phone every hour just to take five big, proper, deep breaths, like if that's just one thing you can do every day, it will help you emotionally and physically. Like I I can vouch for it. Like I think a lot of people Big time. do the same. You just forget to breathe. And mm. and at the moment with that adrenaline, like Lee, that might be kind of, you know, people are going through that different phase. Like everyone's feeling that high anxiety and that does release that adrenaline to your system, which is not a great space to be at all the time. But breathing right. can reduce that straight away, instantly, mm-hmm. without any other magical treatment. Like breathing is the key yep. for that. It is. So that's definitely a tip that I would, um, that I've been using and I would definitely... And the other thing, and I'm sure we're all different in this sense, but for me, I still need um, structure and purpose in my day. And that's, that's a hard thing when all of a sudden you've got everyone at home and, and we're feeling all these huge emotions that we are and everything's in such a mess. There's that temptation um, and we're hearing it a bit with you know, people all sharing their, you know, um, what they're going to be watching on tally every night and, you know, we're just going to binge on all these Netflix series and, you know, going to Dan Murphy's to buy up six months worth of alcohol. So we're just going to drink and eat and watch tally. Um, There's sort of been a bit of that (laughs) conversation going on and gosh, there's days where that's going to happen. Um, Mm. But for me, I'm, I'm so acutely aware of the fact that I don't cope well if I, if there's no structure or purpose to what I'm I'm doing. So um, Christy and I have both been doing Erin's mm. um, body reset program through Next Generation Wellness. And as part of that, and I might have, I think I've spoken about it before, but she has this whole success life planner. And um, even though there's not a lot to do each day, I am still each morning um going to that whole success life planner I'm sitting down and I'm I'm planning my day out and I'm putting some things in just to kind of you know when I'm going to do my exercise and you know nice beautiful meals and when we're going to cook this and bring the kids in and involve them with that and then as part of that um whole success life planner there's a section for morning um reflections so you go through a whole lot of questions um you know about I'm just having a look at here in front of me, like, you know, what's one thing I can be enthusiastic about today? What are three things that I'm grateful for today? Um, you know, what's one thing that I'm going to do to try and stretch myself out of my comfort zone? And, you know, some when I, the first few days I sat down doing it once everything had changed, I thought, oh, how am I going to answer some of these questions? How am I going to stretch myself when I'm here in the house with the kids and, you know, not much else happening? <laughs> not much room to stretch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's still so possible. So that's the mornings yeah, yeah. and then in the evenings there's the evening reflections mm-hmm. on how did I show up today and and I am finding that is just so vital to how I feel no. each day. And Erin's no. just shared with me, um, she's now developed one, a whole, sex, sex, whole life success plan for the kids as well. So she's just um, developing that now too and she's just sent me through the 
That's the awesome. document which is going to um, get out pretty soon for people and I honestly just don't think this, this could come at a better time either because that's it's just a one-pager for the kids to kind of plan their day as well. There's morning journaling for them with some morning reflections um, and some evening journaling as well with just a couple yeah. of questions around, you know, things that are going on in their lives and, I, um, yeah, I'm starting that with my kids today. So, um, there's lots so I found of- last week, Lee, um, just on the stuff with there and like last week when I felt really stuck, like I just went back to planning my day, like down to the hour more so than I was doing like ever before. Yeah. Like it sounds crazy, but I just needed that structure to go, okay, today I'm going to do these things. And even if I didn't stick to it, like the next day I did a reflection and said, okay, well out of those six things that I wanted to do, I got to, half of them done. Like that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Whereas the day before I was so paralyzed with anxiety, I just couldn't be anything done, yeah. you know? So yeah. to actually come up with that plan and stick to it, I'm getting so much more done. And then they're only little things and there's stuff that's probably just in, for me in, in my world, but it's really important. Like it just mentally, it means that I'm moving forward, even though I can't totally really move because we're going to have those days like you had, they're going to keep coming, but yeah. luckily we've got all these great tools mm. to kind of make sure that's not our everyday. Because yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. You know, and even with the, like, you know, we talked about the kids before and the, you know, like we haven't done any homework, we're on holidays. So I just said to the kids, right, we're on holidays for the next two and a half weeks. And then after that, we'll, we'll look at what we need to do. But like, you know, we've not, not made too many rules or been too strict with the kids, you know, as far as chatting to their friends and whatever. But like I have said, you have to eat well, you have to get out once a day. Our teenage kids have been really self-motivating with that, which is great. But for Marley probably needs, she needs a bit more direction and okay, let's go for a bike ride. Let's just take Harry for a walk. And and then yesterday she was out in our little spare shed room doing some dance stretches and stuff. Cause there's so many tools out there, you know, like their dance, school has sent this grid through of just one thing they can do every day to keep their bodies fit for dance. Like there's mm. heaps of stuff out there, but we all need that motivation to do it, whether that comes from within or whether it comes from the people around you just, and not giving each other a hard time at saying, okay, let's just do this one thing that's good for us today. And um, yeah. it's really hard though. Cause you know, even with our teenage kids that like they want to, they still want to socialize and it's like, well, you just can't, you know, yeah. um, it's really tricky. It's really tricky. Mm. But it's a lot easier for other people, you know, like people living by themselves. And I just feel like, you know, we all need to do what we need to do for our own homes and our own families. But think about how else we can reach out to people, like people living by themselves, um, older people. And, you know, that's certainly so important. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I shouldn't say it's a box to tick because that sounds like it's trivial, but like, you know, like who are you, who are you reaching out to today? You know, like who, who needs to chat? You know, even if you just have a list of friends and you kind of make your way through over a week, you know, because I feel like we all, we've talked about this on the podcast before, even in good times, like, you know, have that friend who pops in once a week as a welfare check. How are you going? You yeah. know, like that's something we all need to be really aware of. Um, and there might not be people you, you think um, might need it, but, you know, they might have lost their job or they've had to put people off or, you know, mm-hmm. um, all our frontline workers, you know, like my sister's a police officer and I've got friends who are nurses and mm-hmm. they are really vulnerable, like not vulnerable. Yeah. They're just at the front line. Like they are just, they can't just stay at home and hide I know. from the shit door like we can. They I have know. to go to work. Yeah. You know, and I, I just think that's a whole other level of anxiety that we haven't even, I haven't even thought about. No, but now thank you for mentioning that because I think that's a really important opportunity to just, gosh, give a big shout out to all those who are working in those kinds of roles because mm. 
yeah, we can't even imagine what that must be like for them and for their families and and that's going to get harder and harder. Um, mm. And it's like going to war. You, you Before you're talking about these are times we'd never known, like our grandparents, mm. like this would have been it would have been like this for our grandparents who went to war, like the day that war was announced, they would have had no idea what they were in for. And that went on for, yep. you know, some of them lived through two over four years and it just would, they couldn't have imagined how terrible that would have been. But there were still people at home doing their thing. Whereas the soldiers were at the front line and I feel like our emergency services are on the front line. Like, I mean, they are. I know, it, I know it's not war, but it is a type of war, you know, and it's, um, I think that we really need to be grateful and mindful. Mm. Yeah, and we, yeah, definitely are. Anyhow, maybe we should move on to what we're loving to try and end on a positive note. Um, oh, yeah. I was just going to say what's helping me as well is... Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, Katrina. <laughs> no, I just had to share this, Christy. Share <laughs> <laughs> no. sure, it. But one of the things that's really helping me at the moment is just how I can serve. Like it, it follows on from what you're yes. saying and having that gratitude and stuff. Like, so once I got through the just feeling like absolute shit, um, I was like, all right, I'm back. How can I serve? How can I help other people? Because, you know, like we, I have all these tools. I've got all this knowledge. I've been on the, and like we all have on this self-help personal development, like looking after ourselves for years now. I feel like it's time to rise. Like we need to help all those people out yep. there who can't, do this stuff or don't have the tools so I've made a couple of videos to like help and I'm just trying to it's a I've been finding just trying to get that balance right between like it's it's not all rosy it's not all we're not all positive everything's not all like not all great yeah. but also I want to be a good vibe in the world right now as well as much as I can to just you know like got to put some good energy out there too but also respectful of where everyone's at so just trying to get that balance right but also just trying to help as much as I can and making these videos and giving tips and what's working for me and and that's really I'm finding that's helpful for me because yeah. you know, yeah. good energy out there um yeah, you're doing a talking, great job with that yeah for um, sure Katrina because you were saying before we came on air that you know like if people who do suffer from anxiety like it's a really tough time but I was on the beyond blue website yesterday just doing some research and the lady on there was saying like people who have had anxiety and experience it and know how to kind of live with it and help themselves can actually be helping people out who've never experienced anxiety before. Yeah. So kind of mm -hmm. that's how you can help too. Like it's, um, mm -hmm. it's kind of looking at it in a positive way. Like, as you said last week, like you just feel so compelled to serve. Whereas with the day you said that, I just felt like I wanted to hide in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> and cry. yeah. That's the thing I think we've all got to acknowledge is it's so up and down. Like some days yes. I'm like, yes, I want to serve. Other days I'm like, yeah, crawl under a rock. So, you know, just <laughs> take whatever comes, I think. And if you, I think where I'm at is if I'm in the place where I feel like I can help, just help. Just wherever you're at, just go with it right now is where mm -hmm. I'm at. And I think just what you touched on there is what I'm finding is that I've got friends who, have never experienced anxiety, exactly what you're saying. Like they're the most grounded and they're just like far out. Like everybody is experiencing levels of anxiety around this. And that's, yes. you know, you like you go to people who you would usually ring for like comfort are like, oh, they're freaking out too. Everybody's yeah. freaking out. You know, like it's really, that's, so we've all just got to do what we can to, mm -hmm. if we're feeling good, I think we need to, or not good, but if we're feeling okay and we feel like mm -hmm. we're having a day where we've got our shit together, like yep. help. Like, see, yeah. put that energy out there and see if you can spread that energy to help others because everybody's yeah. out at the moment. It, so it's like that, that kind like of, you know, gap, simple adage. Yeah, the gap, yes. exactly. And our kids talk yeah. about this at school. Like, if, if your cup's full, then, you know, 
try and help other people fill up their cup or even if you've got a bit yes. more in your cup than other people, you know. Yeah. Um, it's Brene for the community, Brene, not just Brene, Brene. Brene. all of Thank us. Okay, Thank now God. we can move into what, our, what we're loving. <laughs> I might go first if I can. Um, I talk about just sort of routine and, you know, using things to get unstuck if you're feeling a bit like unmotivated and, and stuck. I've been doing some virtual yoga through um, the Well Soul Studio here in Echuca, which I normally go to twice a week. I've just been logging in um, with Zoom. Yay, thank you, Zoom. Um, every second day to do yoga. My body's actually really sore because I'm, I'm only used to doing two yoga classes a week and I've literally been doing it every second day. And that has been wonderful for my body, my mind, but also just to connect with the community outside my house because you can kind of see each other you know, all in their little rooms and um, we've had people with dogs coming into the class and kids coming in. It's been really funny. Everyone's been so patient as well with because it's a new process. These girls are just getting yeah. their head around. It's been my, my definitely one thing that I'm loving. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, actually, there's probably a lot of things that I'm loving, but the main one is um, as part of you know, getting very clear on your values and what's important in your life and, and all the different areas of your life um, through Erin's program again. Um, she's got her, the life grid where you look at, you know, different areas that are important to you and, you know, family, relationships, all that kind of stuff. And when I last sat down and did my, my grid um, looking at family, the one thing, the one priority that I pulled out that I wanted to prioritise over the next three months was family time and just family time because, you know, life was just so busy that to try and find time where it was just the five of us just seemed to be impossible. And, I mean, we, cause we love people. We love socialising um, and sharing experiences with other people as well. But it, we just I was craving just my five, just my crew. And, oh, you know, now you know what for. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, be careful what you wish for. Well, the universe gave you what we wanted. Exactly. I feel so bad for that. Asking you shall receive. So, you know, we've been out on the bikes, just the five of us. We're out walking the dog, just the five of us. We've got our our garage set up as a gym circuit. The five of us doing our gym workout each night. And there's just all this time, just the five of us. And and I'm loving that. But then I swing between um, the fact that it's... On steroids because that's all there is now. So, um, I, yeah, I, I've just got to keep reminding myself that what a what a gift this is to have this time just as a family to really re- reconnect and just be so grateful for one another and to look after each other. And I am able to do that. Um, so yeah, I just I, I am loving I am loving that um, even if. If, if, even, even if it is under these circumstances and it's forced upon us, um, I'm really very grateful for it. Oh, that's good because I have been flow on that one. I mean, I try to remind myself to be grateful for it, but like I talked about it in one of my videos that, you know, everyone's talking about doing jigsaw puzzles and Lego and just yeah, really no, I haven't done any of that stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I have to get my mindset right with that sort of thing, definitely, because, um, yeah, one of the things I found really hard with that was just trying to do the schoolwork as well and keep working and yep. embrace, the, you know, like, so I think, yeah, that's so good that you're in that place where you're grateful for that and, and just really enjoying and loving that quality time. And I think I need to do a bit of work on that. And um, I think we're, we're all going to get there, aren't we? <laughs> because we're going to have a lot of time to just really... I think, I think a big part of that, though, 
um, depends on the stage of life that your kids are at. And you've got, you know, mm-hmm. a tiny little toddler too, Katrina. So that changes things. And yeah, you've got teenagers who have got all those needs you've described. The pocket that I'm in with the kids at 12, 10 and 8, they're not yet old enough to have their own life as such. And none of them are, are babies. and They're all of an age where, for me, the time we're spending together is all about communicating with one another. Like it's not, I'm not doing jigsaws and games because I don't love that stuff. Um, but I do love talking. I do love talking with them and getting to know them and what makes them tick. And that's what I'm getting at the moment is so much time for conversation with them. Um, oh, yeah, that's great. So, yeah. 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 yeah that's really good. Okay. Um, so the, what I'm loving was, I mean, the Brene Brown podcast, I've just got to mention that again, because it's just so perfect for right now. And, and, you know, boy, do we need Brene in our lives at this time, you know, like there could not be a better person to have to call on right now. So, um, she's just been amazing. Um, I'm also loving, um, I have to mention the memes. I am loving the memes. Like they just <laughs> honestly, people are so. I've seen some crazy. really funny ones. Like just, I've oh been laughing God. deliriously, and the kids are like, "What are you laughing at?" And I just yeah. can't because I'm just in this phase where I'm like, I go from being in despair to like laughing at the most ridiculous. Things I've ever seen. I wish I was funny I enough to come up with one of my own. Some people are so funny. Oh. Sometimes I'll show I'll show Troy and he won't even think it's funny. I'll go, is it just me? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Which one's your oh, favourite, yeah. Katrina? Have you got a favourite? I've got this one of this oh. lady, like, sneezing and coughing and then this cat just yes, that one the other way. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And it's ridiculous. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Oh, oh there's the one. Share it if I can. <laughs> well, the favourite one that's most relevant to me that I keep thinking of is that it's like a Kermit the Frog type character and he's got like a really weird sort of like, mm, kind of like, oh, really? Look on his face. And it's like when you realise that self-isolation is actually just your real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's been feeling like me out here on the farm. It's like we're always isolated. Yes, so. so true. I do love the Winnie, the Winnie the Pooh ones are quite funny as well. Oh, yeah. My favourite one I saw last week was the one, have you seen the one with the dog that's hiding up in, in, in the kitchen of a family home, hiding yes. up on the top shelf, basically so saying, funny. leave me alone, everyone, because the yeah. whole family have been walking the dog, like the poor dog's been walked 16 <laughs> times a day, and I just saw that thought, that is us, our poor dog. I know, we literally had to carry um, Harry home from around the caravan park the other night because he would not work, walk any further. <laughs> He's like... I'm a pug. I don't need exercise. This is why we need memes in our life because they make us laugh. Right, so, it's so good. Thank oh, you for the memes. I have just been so <laughs> yeah. enjoyable. I just people are so quick and so clever, and it's just I it mean, really does. It just gives you lifts your spirits for that little bit of that day, and it just um, and it's also. Way of sharing too, like as soon as you, you, you know, all your WhatsApp, you share it on all your WhatsApp groups yeah, or your totally. groups, like, that connection, isn't it? It's that we, we want that connection, so yeah. sharing those messages will give you that connection. And, um, oh, the other thing, just to give a little shout out to also is once again our beautiful friend Cell. I just have been Lee, you would have been following Cell's work as well. She's just mm, been doing so much absolutely stuff for new mothers. Like, I just feel like this is a, imagine being pregnant or being a new mother yeah. or just about to give birth this time, like having yeah. to think about going to hospital, all that stuff. So if you're in that position where you are, yeah, pregnant or about to give birth or just a new mother at home, follow Cell at um, The Sweet Set. She's just 
she's such a calming presence always in all of our lives, but through her beautiful stories and she's just in the middle of creating a, like an online 14 day course and everything. Mm. And just really, really good advice for, for those. New so much good stuff. advice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Highly yeah. recommend. And stuff too, because she's, writing a whole series with the age, isn't she, about yeah. starting an online business, which is also just like super appropriate for right, for right now as, yeah. as a pivot, mm. which we're seeing everywhere, that word pivot. But if you're sort of in a situation where something, you know, you, you're looking at starting an online business or something, some great advice in all of mm. that too. So. And it might be good to talk to self in the coming, you know, weeks or months too about, you know, how, how much business has changed, how much it will change. Um, what, what's going to look like at the other end and just how some people are adapting um, already, you know, because they, they just, they've, they've had to mm-hmm. or, or, or that there's an opportunity. So, you know, although, you know, acknowledging obviously so many people who've lost, lost work and um, might not get it back at the other end, but I feel like it's a really important conversation to have because there are some really good stories to share. Yeah. Yep. Agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. girls. Well, that's probably about it. So yes. much. To talk about even though I thought I had nothing to talk about. Funny, oh, isn't it? It's so good to have like I think it's just so good to have this conversation though. And um yeah, I hope that all of you got something out of today and we'd love to hear how you're all going as well for sure. Yeah, please share what you've been doing. Yeah. Yes, and tag us while you're listening. We'd love to hear your ideas and we will keep the good stuff coming because we need it right now. Yeah, I think. Yep. Thank and, you, um, Katrina. Thanks for um persisting with Christy and I getting this episode happening because I know that we were dragging me out from the corner of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, glad. I'm so glad that we've done it. Um, oh, I feel definitely. better. I feel better than I yeah, did. Yeah, and hopefully we can all just do things to help each other because there will be lots of ups and downs. And um, but you know, if we can spread the good stuff and it helps just one person spread the good stuff and in their house, yeah. um, then I feel like we've done our job. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Thanks, girls. Thanks for listening and take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye for now. You've been listening to Spreading the Good Stuff, the podcast. Remember, you can subscribe over at iTunes. We'd love you to leave us a rating. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the handle Spreading the Good Stuff. You can find all our show notes and previous episodes at our website, thesplendidword.com.au. Thanks for listening.